Lillian and Caroline with Uninfluencing Health. We are just two girls on a mission to demonetize your health and instead influence your well-being with science and not a payday from brands. I might be conscious, still I like to fuck. I like it. Do a little yoga, then lift some weights up. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Uninfluencing Health. We have a different format this week. Um, Caroline is MIA as I'm in Houston talking to old friend and fitness jealous I'm always jealous of your fitness level to be honest and it's I'll never you don't know the truth (laughs) I'll never I'll never be Heather um so I knew Heather how long have you known each other like six years I'd I'd go with that six shit um (laughs) she's been a personal trainer since 1996 yes something like that a long time yeah and she is always the person I go to if I have any fitness questions even now I'll just be like my trainer said this but like I really want to ask you like (laughs) <laughs> Thank you for that. She um, focuses in prenatal, pregnancy as well. So if you all have any special questions post-episode, just slide into our DMs and we'll get those questions to her. Um, but before we dive into talking about her, all she knows with training and health coaching, we're going to start with our healthy nays and healthy yays of the week. Heather? Okay, so I love this one because... People like you give me such props for being such a fitness person. (laughs) And I'm not saying I'm not. It's just my day-to-day, so it sort of feels like it's not. But my healthy yay is giving myself the grace to count walking as exercise. Um, Nice. I put a lot of pressure on myself to run or do this or do that. And uh, this week I chose a Netflix show and I walked. And guess what? Walking burns calories, so that's my yay. And uh, my nay, you guys, this is so embarrassing as a trainer to say this, <laughs> is jello shots. What? <laughs> I know. Listen, it was not my fault. It was not my fault. Um, yeah, hosted a party yesterday and my co host made jello shots. I was like, okay. Ooh, so very, that very would be college. Uh, Love it. Right? College floating the river 20 years ago. So, anyway, that's my nay. <laughs> I had jello shots on New Year's and it was the weirdest thing. <laughs> pretty because they had it in like the syringe too and i was like what fucking year is this do we still do this listen and it was delicious i did like three just because i really fucking like jello (laughs) they're not bad i'm just saying oh yeah it was yeah that would be my nay my shameful uh health nay of the week so my healthy i always like to start with my nay (laughs) is so i'm in houston this weekend if y'all didn't remember me saying that 30 seconds ago um but when i go to houston i pretty much professionally eat because I like the food here so much better. And I went to Beaver's for brunch yesterday, and I ordered the knock uh, the knockout queso, the oh. cornbread skillet, the <laughs> chili cheese mac and cheese, and their fried empanadas. Hey, you knocked out the nay. It was amazing. In a big way. And then I went to Cyclone and Ayo's and had their enchilada-style tacos. <laughs> I'm I'm impressed. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) I'm basically going to drink green juice for two days. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You already know you're yay for next week. I know. (laughs) Didn't get any irritable bowel syndrome. (laughs) Okay, so we're just going to dive in. So my first question, I asked a couple people to kind of ride in, uh, mostly my friends because no one rides into us (laughs) yet, Um, (laughs) questions for you. And my first question is, and and this has been a lot of pitfalls, obviously my friends do when they pick out trainers like what would if you had to choose your own trainer what would you look for experience and it's actually I talked to my clients about this because I'm listen I'm not going to train anybody forever you're not going to have the same 
trainer forever, but if you're lucky, you build a relationship and, you know, someone like you is reaching out to you years later. Um, find somebody that has experience and experience in what you want. I think there's a, a common sort of, to use your word, pitfall where, I, listen, we all want to be skinny and wear a bathing suit, right? Mm-hmm. But, the, but the truth is, that's not the best way to train your body. And so I feel like a lot of the trainers that focus on these sort of before and after things, everybody gets on the same diet, everybody gets on the same workout, and it's what works for the trainer. And I'm not saying that can't work for you in the short term, but in my experience, coaching people, it's really about what works for the client. So, you know, you have to be willing to say, I'm going to eat chili cheese fries uh, all weekend in Houston. (laughs) What's the, how do I plan around that? Instead of having somebody that says like that, you can't do that. You know, well, sorry, I'm going to do that. And so there's there's reasons to do the short-term crash diet thing with a trainer, but you need somebody that has enough experience, you know, I would say minimum five years in the business who's been doing it that's seen a lot of different people with a lot of different goals and a lot of different lifestyles that can actually help you figure out what works for you to meet your goals. So, Have you seen any <clears throat> red flags? In clients or in trainers? Trainers. Yeah, well, it's kind of what I just said. I, I feel like there are trainers... Listen, there's celebrity trainers that make a lot of money doing this where it's like it's it's their plan and you do it. And again, I'm not saying that it can't work. Every diet works. Every workout works. You just have to do it. Um, but I think for the long term, the red flag is if you have a trainer who's telling you more about themselves and what they're going to do than listening to you and your goals and how you live your life, that's always a red flag for me. I feel like that's the moment I start lying to my trainer. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Everybody lies to their trainer. I've seen it a hundred times. I'm like, listen, I know the truth. You're not doing this thing because there's no reflection in your body and your fitness or your weight loss. So It's like a dentist. They always know when you don't floss. <clears throat> yeah. Well, nobody flosses, but yeah. It's too much work. Other than the dance. I have a retainer. It's really hard. <laughs> right. So what would you say is... And this is mostly, most of our listeners are women, so I guess mm-hmm. it's more of a women focus, but like the best cardio versus strength training balance. Um, I know this goes back to goals and that's not what you want to hear, but 95% of the people I work with, maybe 99, um, their leading goal is weight loss. Mm-hmm. So you've got to balance out the weightlifting and the cardio, <laughs> honestly, in a way that you're going to do it. I mean, I try to get my clients to do their cardio while they're in the gym with me because otherwise they're, they're not it's the worst. to do it. Right. So my, I, I tell everybody who hates cardio, which is most people, find a Netflix show and walk on the treadmill. Just forget that you're doing it and, and just watch the show. I mean, find something. Like for me, I just found Wild Wild Country, which is some So good. Of, oh, my gosh. And the Fire Festival. Anyway, I love documentaries. So for me... I try to find something, and I'm not allowed to watch it unless I'm on the treadmill. Oh, that's good. Right. Because otherwise, you just binge watch and lay in bed. But yeah. find something that you're focused on that'll get you in the gym where you can just sort of mindlessly do something. Um, most people that come to a trainer are not somebody who's already running and lifting weights and needs more advice. It's it's the doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's 3,500 calories in a pound. So Shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to think, okay, you've got to make, if you want to lose a pound a week, you've got to reduce or burn, either intake or, or burn 3,500 calories. That's a lot. I mean, it's a lot. So you're, you're not just, you're not going to all of a sudden run that much or stop eating or, mm-hmm. you know, 
I mean, you just have to be honest with yourself. So when you want to balance it out, the cardio is going to burn more calories than the weightlifting, but the weightlifting is the only thing that's going to keep the weight off. So I think we had talked about this, like nutrition is how you lose the weight, Mm -hmm. but if you're not exercising and you're not lifting, there's just no way to keep it off. Yeah. It's just a income outgo flow of food. Whereas your body, your uh, exercise in your body is how you maintain weight loss. So that's why crash dieting just gets you on the yo-yo. And when you're exercising, you can lose weight more slowly initially because you've got that weight transfer where your body's holding onto water and building muscle. But overall, that's the only way you're going to keep it off. Cardio is the worst. I know. I know. I can't run. I've don't tried. run. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I've like, quit. I've given up my attempt because we have a family right. five. It's not a family five case. A stretch. <laughs> it's a fun run tag team. And we oh, have. Fun. Yeah. We're not athletic. My cousin-in-law came up with it because he runs like 10 miles a day and is all legs and oh, is wow. amazing. It's right. we, we have had to come up with a lot of handicaps in this game <laughs> to make him right. not always just be a clear winner, which has not right. worked. And why he developed it. And we added a jogging round. And I trained all year for this. I was like, I'm going to destroy him. Like, wow. no way. <laughs> I'm like, no, after I jumped into the pace car after two blocks. No, you didn't. 100%. Because the way that it's set up is, so there are three people in each round. There are two walking rounds. There was a quote-unquote jogging round. Lauren was fucking running. That's not jogging. (laughs) And then there's the running round. And we only had two people who wanted to run, run. And so if you're the first two who tagged in, then you get a runner. If you're third, you're automatically in third place. Because you don't have a runner. So I knew right. I was going to be in third place. I'm like, why the fuck am I going to uh, keep running car. this? <laughs> I'm <wagon>. done. Because <laughs> also, if you're the last person to tag, then Mike's your runner. So Mike has a little bit of a handicap. So my cousin right. Byron, I was like, Byron, just fucking walk. You got Mike. It's fine. Like, oh my he's gosh. like, oh, I'm done. Like, this is no big deal. Because uh, yeah, yeah. Greg had like a 10-minute head start. And oh. Mike still beat him. Oh wow! Oh, that's not fair. Yeah, yeah. that's why I say walkers don't jog and runners don't jog. So yeah, no, walk. yeah, because then my cousin ran the whole way home. I was like, yeah, we weren't fucking jogging. That was a run. Never <laughs> I again. See why you planned this the way you did? Yeah, we canceled it this year because everyone was still pretty hostile from last year. <laughs> I, was I love like, it. I was like, thank God yeah. for this pace walk, car. Walk a 5K, Lily, and you'll be fine. And yeah. you burn calories. I think that's the thing is like people get caught up in overdoing it. And I get it. We all have big goals in mind for what we want to do, but then you just get on that yo-yo thing. It's I just like the good. idea of being like being able to pick up and run. Like I love, I like, I love the concept because like I'm, a, I'm a natural swimmer. Like if there was ever a right. tag team triathlon, I'd kill it. Like just give me the swimming part and I'm good, done. Good to know. Yeah, I'm always looking for swimmers in our tribe. Yeah. I mean, I, I will probably need to train for a little bit because I haven't swam in a long time. But I can swim further than I can run. Like that's always been. Wow. I just hate it. When I run, I just count my steps. And right. I'm like, oh, my arms are so, what are they? Dead weight. <laughs> right. And then I try to like Drag. get them straight, like Tom Cruise run. Okay, right. I'm faster now. <laughs> Cutting through the wind. Forrest Gump. Or like the 5K I did so long ago, like there was like a five-year-old like passing me. I was like, she better be an Olympian someday. Like this right, is bullshit. Right, right, She better win. <laughs> yeah. And then they ran us past our cars and I was like, deuces, go right. to brunch. Then you should swim. Yeah, I prefer it so much. It's just swimming just a little more of a production. You totally. can't just, like, get up and totally dive right. into the a The hair, pool. the suit, the wet, the towel. The, yeah, yeah. making sure you're all shaved up. Mm, right. <laughs> yeah. The prep <Yeah>. work. <laughs> yeah, because I work at an Equinox. Those people are beautiful and always fit, and I got to always look perfect. It's very stressful. How do you do that to yourself? Because I like... I just, it, to me, it's a it pushes me. Oh, more. okay, yeah. yeah. It motivates Like, if I went to, worked out at Curves, I would be like, I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can't do it. Uh, winning. Yeah, not motivated. I get it. So how do you find balance? And this is more, like, a question, like, really directed at you. Because, again, you're, like, always been my, like, fitness envy. Oh, uh, thank you. Um, that's such a good question. Because it's something that I am constantly working with people on. It's, I mean, you just have to prioritize it. And I think in order to prioritize it, you have to find something that you enjoy doing. I mean, we all have shit on our to-do list we don't want to do. And for most people, exercise is on that list. And like that's what I was saying. For me, the win was giving myself the grace to walk. I mean, my workout partner is literally moving out of the country. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? And so we're like, you know, kind of making a plan for what we're going to do and I'm going to build the workout, but we're in this like limbo. She's still here, but not available all the time. And so it's like, okay, we're going to have to do an Instagram post a workout. But in the meantime, I'm like, wait, I'm not working out. I'm planning. (laughs) I'm not planning workouts for later. And I think the key is to, I mean, I literally use an hourly calendar and it's on paper because I'm a grandma, but however it works for you. Same, how beautiful my planner is. Yeah, I mean, I have to do that. And on every Sunday, I lay out my entire week and my schedule. And, of course, I have a lot of clients, so they come by the hour. But I have to put it into the calendar, and then I just have to do it. I cannot get it done if it's not on the calendar. It's just not going to happen. And so I think that that's the thing is we all have this ongoing conversation in our mind like, well, if I do it now, like the alarm goes off. Well, if I do it now, then it's done. But I'm so tired. It never gets done after that. So for me, balance is really about prioritizing things. And I have an intense version of that that I don't know that anybody wants to hear about. But (laughs) essentially... It's, it's making it, it's, it's just not having the conversation that's that self-sabotage about whether or not it's going to happen. So maybe my intention for the day or my plan for the day is to run, but I don't want to. It doesn't mean I don't work out. Yeah. It means I go for a walk. I mean, something has to get done. And also, I um, track my calories with a heart rate monitor. And so that also helps me, like, just from a total week standpoint, like I was saying, 3,500 calories in a pound. Like, I know about what I want to burn in a week. So I'm skipping a workout. I'm pushing that into another day of more. How do you calculate that? that? Like how much you want to burn? Um, I just have on average, like what I burn, like my, I have the Apple watch. So that does that. I use a heart rate monitor. And so it's just for me, I know my balance. I got to eat about 1200 calories a day. Mm -hmm. And so if I can stick to that, then I can burn a couple hundred calories a day and just kind of maintain where I am. And then of course, if I'm trying to lose weight or trying to get ready for something then that's going to affect that but the heart rate monitor is the only accurate way to burn like track your individual calories like fitbit doesn't do it everything has a percent of error yeah exactly so i still it matters to me to know exactly how many calories i'm burning so i use that as a guide and then i know you know do i have five days a week this week to work out if i do i don't have to do that much each day but if i only have two ugh, i gotta I gotta put more time in <laughs> you know I love your pre-written answer to this one. Um, what's your pre- and post-workout food go-tos? Oh, <laughs> uh, so since you like the answer, I'll tell you that now. Uh, I call bullshit on that. I mean, the truth is a lot of people have a lot of information without a lot of doing. Mm-hmm. Very little action with a lot of information. A lot of my clients know a lot more about what's going on out there than I do. But I'm actually doing it, and they're just reading about it. And so I sort of just kind of a no bullshit trainer like well what about how many macros uh, how many carbs in a day can I eat bananas are potatoes bad do you eat bread like listen guys (laughs) 
eat whole foods, do your best to not eat a ton of processed crap, but really, it doesn't matter a lot what you eat right before and right after. Now, if you're a highly specialized athlete, which I don't work with and don't train because those people have other trainers that are <laughs> other professional, you know, with their teams or whatever, but unless you're on a high level of like athleticism and an elite athlete, that just doesn't matter. I mean, if you're down to losing your last five, 10 pounds, all that stuff starts to matter a lot more. But most people just need to pay attention to the total calories that they're taking in and the total calories they're burning. Um, I mean, yeah, don't, you might not want to eat, or excuse me, work out on an empty stomach, but that doesn't have to do with like, you're not going to, everybody's, well, if I work out before I eat, then I lose more weight. No guys, you burn the same amount of calories, but I think there's, there's tons of research about that kind of thing. And there's a lot of validity to the research. I'm not saying there's not, it's just that it doesn't affect you until you're such a highly specialized athlete that all the tiny things matter. And unless you have some kind of medical condition, you know, um, it's just it's just not going to have a huge effect. That changes my whole life. Sorry. I, no, in a good way. In a good way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we sort of over-analyze and over-manage all these small things. And then people are like, oh, I couldn't get my workout in because I didn't have my pre-workout shake. And then I didn't have anything afterwards. Like, how's that going to affect me? I'm like, none. I mean, That's one of the main reasons, like, Caroline and I started this podcast is there's so much, like, information out there. But the right. people who are writing it, what do they know? Like, really, right. no one's really checking their credentials. Right. Like, we found a milk – on our milk episode, this is like, my favorite. I was reading from, like – just like a it's not even an influencer it's one of those like pop culture websites and i was reading up all their stuff about milk and we were finally like who the fuck is this author because it was all wrong and it's like an animal (laughs) rights activist oh wow pushing well it's a lot of PETA propaganda oh got it yeah and the thing that's what i'm saying there's it's not that there's not validity to the research is how does it apply to the average person and a lot of it just doesn't i mean there's not a lot of research on the average person right i mean it's growing a lot these days in terms of but, but the average person is pretty overweight and doesn't exercise. So a pre-workout meal just doesn't matter. I mean, a post-workout shake within 30 minutes that has a balance of proteins and carbs, does that matter for some people? Yeah, but those are athletes, and yeah. that's usually who they're studying. And so it's just it's not that it's it's wrong a lot of times. It's that it just doesn't apply. And yeah. so, like I said, I'm, I'm working with normal people who want to lose weight and try to figure out how the hell they're going to fit exercise into their busy schedule. A lot of my clients have kids, and they're like, Oh my god, I got I got carpool, I got a presentation at work, I gotta get I got to pick up my kids and take them to softball or you know, whatever this is, or just listen, I'm twenty-eight, I'm in the thick of like trying to grow my professional career. I don't have time for this. Help, you know? So again, the the post workout meal, this is bullshit for most people. <laughs> I mean it just doesn't matter. Go work out, go move, move your body, get a heart rate monitor, figure out what's worth your time, you know? I mean BS. Don't worry about all that. (laughs) I 100% cannot even eat a pre-workout meal. I will throw up in my workout. Right. And I can literally eat a taco in the car and get out and run. That's insane to me. I mean, it's not... I'm I'm not saying you should do it. I can feel it, like, in my stomach. (laughs) Right, right. I'm not saying it's normal. I'm not recommending it. I'm saying everybody is so different when it comes to that. And, you know, the article in Shape Magazine from the scientists at Harvard is valid. Just probably not for most of the people reading it. (laughs) I hate to say that. When a lot of times, actually, the, the tests are done on rats. I feel like if you dive deep in your... I'm like, imagine like a super fit rat. <laughs> I hope that doesn't get out. How That'd be terrifying. Flex? <laughs> I don't want to find out. No, I don't if they start taking over, I'm just going to kill myself. I'm not even going to waste time oh. battling rats. Oof. 
So my biggest, I always say, like, I'm always on a journey to get abs, and right now I have three. Congratulations. Thank you. They're back. They disappeared for <laughs> a while, but they're back again. <laughs> Hello. Or I always think it might be the Lululemon dressing room. Like, I think that's how they get you to buy their leggings that are, like, $200 because they're like, well, this one, look, you have abs today. You look like an athlete. You should buy these. This gives you an ab. Yeah. <laughs> one more ab with these leggings. Yeah. Worth it. I'd buy it. 100%. <laughs> totally. How do you get a good, a good abs and a beautiful, like, Brazilian butt? Okay. Be from Brazil. <laughs> That's how you get a Brazilian. Their jeans butt. are so good. I'm so annoyed when I got my 23 and me. I didn't even have a scosh. <laughs> You're like, oh. God, I'm fucked. Maybe one day if you do the kid thing. Maybe you can find a Brazilian <laughs> to, to follow your children. Um, yeah. Okay, then they're so, going to, then I'm going to be envious. I want for me. I, oh, sorry. Selfish. Well, that's going to be uh, surgery. Maybe we can inject yeah. ourselves In with Brazil? jeans. I don't know. That's yeah. Oh. Okay, remind me to tell you about the elastic leggings that my girlfriend is coming out with that oh. burns all you like. Okay, hold on. So abs and a butt. I'll, sleep, I'll sleep in those. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, right? Um, okay, so the way you get abs and a butt is the same way as everything else. It's got to be resistance training. You're not going to build a butt running. And you're not going to build abs running. None of that is going to happen. So you build the muscle, which is the butt's a muscle, the abs are a muscle. You have to build that with resistance training. That can be Pilates. That can be weight training you have to have some resistance um there's some body weight resistance things like plank and sit-ups things like that but truthfully it's going to be more weighted exercise that's how you're going to do it the problem is i always tell my clients this they're like when am i going to have abs i'm like you have abs <laughs> they're just underneath so. you're, you're hiding them i'm like you're out eating your training is the problem you've got them all covered up under there and so nutrition is how you uncover them i mean we all have abs we all have a butt. yeah but i will say the shape of thing now you can change the shape of your butt. I have, I'm working on I, it. Yeah, a girlfriend <laughs> a of daily. mine from years ago, she always says, hey, coach, remember when I had a butt? Remember when you coached me until I had a butt? I'm like, I do remember that. She's like, it's long gone. But um, the butt muscle, generally, you can build a little more. You can add some shape to that. But with your abs, I always use Janet Jackson as an example. Mm-hmm. So, you know, your abdominal wall is a straight flat rectangular thing and then there's tendons that lie across the muscle and the depth of the tendon is what creates the two four six eight pack right mm-hmm. so if your tendons don't lie very deep you're more likely to have a flat stomach than you are to have a two four six pack that's just how it goes so someone like janet jackson her, you can tell like as soon as she gets thin i mean you know she's like Ra-da-da-da-da. i mean she has wow a six pack I don't know what mine. How do you know? Yeah, I'm gonna have like a two pack. I mean, like I'll pack and have a flat stomach, but it's really hard to get that definition unless you're lifting a lot of weight with your abs, which is also a challenge to do and not always that safe for your back. So it's that's kind of a genetic thing. Now your butt, you can work on a little more, but truthfully, I mean that is all uncovered with diet and cardio. I know. So. You know, that's why, and you guys, everybody knows this. Like, you can't spot train. You can't just get great abs. You can't just get great triceps or something. I mean, unfortunately, you're like, can I just lose weight right here? Sorry. You know, at the surgeon's office, yes. At the gym, not so much. God. But. One day that day will come. Yeah, sure. The surgeon or the. (laughs) On all of it. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Okay, so now. You are, I don't know if you're pivoting or if you're already there into health coaching or have you always just done that? Yeah. You know, I think it's more of a thing where I realized that you were doing the it. Re- right. The reason most people come to me is not to find out or after like years gone by that are asking questions. It's, it's more likely to be a lifestyle question 
than it is to be a an exercise question. So, I mean, I've been training for 22 years, but it was more of a, a light bulb moment for me where when talking to clients and why they want to come here, clients who have come back after years are like, I just I need you to talk me through where I am right now while we work out. So I'm like, okay, so we're still training, but a lot of the coaching is – Okay, where are you in your life? Why are you struggling? Why is this not happening? Why have you put on 20 pounds? And how do we get this back into your life so that it makes sense? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, they, you know, we all they fall back into old habits. Like, okay, well, I tried keto, and I lost 20 pounds, and then, like, my life was just so busy, and then I gained 22 pounds. You know, it's one of those things where it's like they're trying all these crash things all of a sudden and have forgotten how to make it a daily yeah. habit. And a lot of it is because they're over-committing to like, they see this goal in mind, like, I've got this high school reunion, I've got this trip to Costa Rica coming up, and so they try these crazy things, and, I mean, nobody wants to hear it until they need to hear it, like, okay, fine. When we were working together, it was working, and I, I need to figure that out, and so I realized, like, okay, there's a lot of people that go to LA Fitness, go to some of these bigger box gyms where you're just, you're mostly just hiring a trainer. You're hiring, hiring somebody who's an expertise in how to build a workout that can make you fit. Mm-hmm. That's really easy to do. I hate to say it, but it's just not that hard. That's why it takes a week to get the certification. And you can you can walk in and be a great trainer when it comes to this is how you lift. This is how many times you should lift this weight. This is how much you should lift. This is when you know to lift more weight. I mean, that's personal training. Yeah. It's really not that hard. It's science. And even though science changes over time, it's just not that hard. I mean, you know, people will say, well, I'm going to have this workout partner. I want to work out with my husband. You know, is this going to be the same? We all have the same body parts, guys. <laughs> it's just not that different. But um, the, on the coaching side, it's more like, okay, well, what are you eating? What are you eating? How are you eating? How often are you working out? I mean, there's a lot more that goes into being successful long-term, you know, weight loss or weight maintenance that that's more of the coaching. So I guess I'm, I didn't fully realize it probably the first half of my career that that's essentially what I've done all along but it's that's my personality yeah I like people so much that I want to know more so I'm like oh okay and I'm just a sort of strategic problem solving you know how do we work our way around this for you and so over time people are, tend to come back for that or are referred for that like no she's different Go see her. She'll help you figure that out, <laughs> you know. And you're working out at the same time. Because usually a lot of that conversation is happening. It's during the workout. Yeah. I mean, rarely do they care why they're doing 15 of something. Yeah, true. I've never asked the rep amount. Well, I ask because, like, how much longer until I'm done? <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. So it's not like you're – so I kind of feel like it's a waste of time to be with just a trainer who's just doing the lifting. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, a great accountability in that. So, you know. That's it's certainly helpful and it works, but for me personally, like I really like to do a deeper dive with people, and that's just that's the coaching side of it. So yeah, I need someone to just keep to just delete my like Uber Eats apps. They're Give the me worst. Your phone. I'll just download it later. Like that's the problem. <laughs> okay, I need, so that's not actually the. Actually I need someone to make need. sure like I don't keep re-downloading. I need it like locked somehow. Right. Like that was like. I don't know if you are a, as big of a Bravo fan as I am. Oh, my God, I am. It's literally the only channel I watch. I have so much. Oh, my God. I should have so much more shame over it, but I, I kind of have pride in it. I literally, I, I think I know them more than I know people close to me. God, oh, my God, I saw Todd Burris last week in Atlanta. <gasps> no. Yes. Candy's my favorite. I heard she's getting. off topic. I heard she. Oh, we always go on these tangents. Okay. I heard she's getting kicked off the show. She's get what? 
Yeah. Well, listen, she's got enough going on. She doesn't need it. Well, I never thought she was like that. Like, I like Candy, but I never was like... I never felt a lot of drama from her. I felt it from her mom. I felt it from her mom. But what about... Well, she's drama. But what about with the whole thing with Phaedra and Portia? But uh, Candy was just a victim in that. Yeah, I know, but you're right. Yeah, I don't think she is... I don't, like... For she's me, such it, a reasonable person. She's it's too reasonable, yeah. I know, which is why I love her, because I'm like, you're just... See, I stop. I can't watch Atlanta anymore because I just feel like they're so mean. Like, there's no like, yeah. let's come together type of moment like you have on other franchises. Yeah. And it just it's too it's like too dirty like for me like I can't I, I have I love it. I'm like <laughs> I'm like Team New York and Potomac. I'm well, re- see, no, I think they're so mean on there. Which one? On Potomac. Yeah, but I, they always like come together at a certain point. I've noticed. And I just also think Giselle's one-liners are everything Ew, in my she's life. she's evil. I love her, though. Robin's my favorite. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. But Jax from Vanderpump Rules said the way he, like, lost all of his weights, he was like, Postmates, I deleted the app. Oh, funny. I'm like, I know, man. Damn it. It's me and Tuna Towers. It's a big problem. Tuna Towers, really? There's one place in Dallas that has the best tuna tower. I think about it often. I What's probably- in it that's bad? What are you eating? Tuna's not bad. Right, I'm just eating it too much. Like, it's too much. 43 of them a day. It's bad. It's bad, yeah. Whole avocados at a time. (laughs) Well, it's like, because there's no, like, actual, like, veggies in it, besides, like, the avocado, which is mostly just fat. Good fats, but there's no, like, veggies, so I'm I'm having a hard time eating greens. (laughs) I'm like a giant. No, but still, that's that. Trust me, that's not it. Tuna tower is not what's taking you down. It might be the fried, and then it's the fried chicken. (laughs) I was going to say, ding, 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 chili cheese, what? (laughs) Chicken fried, I didn't start liking chili cheese until just now in my life, and I'm really pissed off. I'm like, could I just never have liked this? Oh, yeah, you need to not do that. And Sonic just came back with their Frito Pie wrap, and I'm like, God. Oh, my God. The gods Fritos? So no. good. Of course they're good. God. This is me and queso. They took it away for about 10 years. And my friend's boyfriend's dad owns a couple, and I had mentioned that I missed it, and now it's back, and I'm like, oh. <gasps> Did, he, did I influence this Did he decision? call Sonic headquarters? It's like, oh. this bitch has not stopped talking about this fucking rap. Please just put it on the menu again She's so I can stop. No. You know what's so funny? That made me think you're having like the, like a, a skinny 10 years without the Frito thing. My husband and I had this great discussion the other day. This is on topic. But um, <laughs> how, I asked, you know, I'm 41, he's 51. So I was like, do you? And he's former professional athlete, you know, all this stuff. So it's like... Now we have this gym together, and but like, listen, we got kids, we're getting older, and I'm like, do you think we've peaked? Like, like, is it we're both hanging on to the extra like five pounds by ten for him because he's six three or whatever? But I'm like, like, is it over for us? Like, are we ever have we already been in the best shape of our lives? Like, and how how hard are we willing to work to get back there? Because of course, the older you get, the harder it is. And yeah. you always look back and like, why didn't I appreciate that body? And I'm like, huh. And it was a really funny conversation for two like trainers who, I have no shame in my body at all, but it's like, I mean, there's certainly times I'm like, ugh, God, I could just get past this thing. I have this whole uh, theory about having a weight window. And I'm like, I guess I've been out of my weight window for quite a while. What's a weight window? Um, so this is like a thing I preach. Um, so everybody has a weight window where you have a, depending on how, like my husband's is probably more like 10 pounds, but ours is for girls, it's like four to five pounds where if you weigh yourself every single day, which I do recommend unless you have like eating disorder kind of obsession issues, mm-hmm. um, we all have a weight window and you're always going to weigh within that. 
unless you're doing something dramatically different. So when you can, when you're like, oh my god, I gained three pounds. You probably didn't actually gain three pounds. You're in your window. But it's it's you have to do something pretty dramatic, like maybe what you've done to yourself this weekend, <laughs> to get above your weight window. Yeah. But then to get below it, it's it's really hard. And so that when people are trying to lose weight, they hit the bottom of that weight window, and it's it's really hard to get below that. Um, it's hard to get under the weight window, so you have to do something pretty dramatic. And I feel like that is when most most people give up. They're like, I, I've just hit a plateau. And it's true, you are. But the problem is you, you have a metabolic rate. I mean, you, your body is stuck there. So you have to do something pretty dramatic and for a, for a long period of time to yeah. break that. But then once you break it, you usually see a significant change. Even if it only looks on the scale like one or two pounds, your body changes a lot. And see, I've so, never cared about weight. I'm just like, if I look at it and I like it, done. <laughs> like, right, yeah, yeah. And it always weighed the same. It's just like oh, muscle, yeah. muscle to fat, like yeah, switch. yeah. 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 And like, I mean, I coach so many people through weight loss that just get stuck like that, but usually you're not gaining and losing. And unless you're weighing often, and I, again, I know it doesn't work for everybody, but unless you're weighing and not even once a week, cause you can still be within a few pounds. Right. But if you're weighing every day, you're not really losing and gaining real weight every day. Yeah. But anyway, so that's my little weight window thing, but it's, it's, it's funny cause we're having that conversation. It's like, have we, have we peaked? Like, is this it? I always wonder, Are we giving up? <laughs> I always wonder if I've peaked or not because I was never like that I, was, I feel like a lot of people like peaked in high school and I was never like that that person I'm just, like I still haven't figured out eyeliner yet <laughs> <laughs> listen I just YouTubed a hair video last week for the first time in my life yeah my my coworker asked me if I could braid I was like girl I learned only how to braid normally on a Betty spaghetti I can't do anything else Betty spaghetti oh my god <laughs> classic yes Easy bake brownies, Betty spaghetti braids. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I peaked. <laughs> and that was it for me. Yes, thank you. <laughs> okay, so we're wrapping up this episode. Heather, do you want to plug your stuff? Oh my gosh. Sure. If you're in Houston, you can come <laughs> to my gym, thevillagesgym.com. If you have training questions, I'm always, always, always open to answering questions. Um, trainer at thevillagesgym.com. And that's. You know, I just like to do that. I like to help. So I'm more than happy to take any questions, things like that. Yeah. She always gets my random texts. I know. Yes. Random texts, not (laughs) not necessarily available for everyone but you. Um, But yeah, email me. I would love to answer questions. If you guys have anything, like Lillian said, I specialize in pregnancy before and after and really, you know, all the normal stuff. Yeah, you're my favorite go-to when I have to have, like, women questions. Like, not my current trainer. He's pretty legit now. But the one before that, that was kind of like, ooh, sketch. Yeah. Because it was <laughs> real cheap and for a reason. <laughs> I would get what you paid for. He would measure me when I was, like, on my period, and that was my biggest, like, pet peeve. And when I would say, like, hey, like, I'm on my period, like, let's not measure me right now, his thing would be like, oh, okay, what an excuse, but... And I'm like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, right. Men yeah, don't yeah. understand women, like, and you just took it to another degree. Uh, right. Yeah, I had to say that out loud, and you still denied it, so... Yeah. Hard pass. Okay, guys, that's our this week's episode. Again, if you want to request new episodes, or if you have any questions for us, just slide into our DMs. Thanks, guys. is Lillian and Caroline with Uninfluencing Health. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week with a new topic. If you want to learn more or ask us any questions, you can find us on Instagram at, at @uninfluencinghealth, on Facebook at Uninfluencing Health, or online at uninfluencinghealth.com.